Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm hustling. Hey, no matter what nobody say, man. Can't nobody fuck with me, man. Mm. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Daladie Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win, mm. or you pay to see me lose, mm. you're gonna pay. Mm. Fuck it, the kids still gotta eat. I don't have to watch, mm. you know, any footage of a, a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody gotta watch me. I knew eventually I was gonna have to fight Oscar over. I feel like, um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingboys.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million. And I made, I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingboys.com. I'm a king, okay? Mm-hmm. I eat a feast. When, every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green friend. Daladie Beyonce Productions. Boxingboys.com. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at NestGTO. We're going to be talking a few topics this morning. I was going to hit you with a triple whammy, but uh, my pre-pro fellas thought we should leave one of those topics out. So we've run with Sean Porter calling Jerron Boots Ennis overrated. Yes, Mr. Porter is calling Ennis overrated. Then we'll be discussing a possible Cambosis-Ryan Garcia matchup according to Robert Garcia and some leaked footage. Well, I won't say leaked. But definitely uh, re-uploaded because the original interview was taken down due to this conspiracy. Shout out to London Runs Boxing who re-uploaded the mysteriously deleted video which has Robert Garcia saying that he was given a call by Lou DeBella, the promoter of George Cambosos, Lou DeBella called Robert Garcia under the impression he was calling Robert Diaz, the matchmaker and one of the VPs over at Golden Boy. So Robert played coy and listened to the plans that they had 
for matching Emmanuel Takago with Ryan. And if he's successful, he is to get Kambosis. So that video was deleted. But London Run Boxing has screen shared it and he has the audio out there. And I'll play that in just a bit. But yeah, those are the main topics that we're going to be discussing today. So you already know how it goes. If you're interested in giving your opinion, you know the number to call in 1-425-569-5241. Press one, one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget, you could add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation from anywhere in the world. Uh, yeah, so let's see here. We're going to pull up this audio. I guess that didn't work. We'll have to do it this way. There we go. All right. So I want to screen share it, obviously, to give uh, London Runs Boxing his credit. Plus, you know, let you guys see it for yourself. So here we are. Let's zoom in, right? Get you a little zoom in. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go to the audio. Promoted by 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 Lourdes. is with is with Lou Debella. And Lou Debella pro also promotes Ryan's next opponent, this kid from Africa. Right. Trained, you know, uh I think trained and, and, and you know promoted by, by, by Lou Debella. So maybe maybe they did work something out with with uh with uh with Golden Boy where where you know let's do this first. Let's stop it there and give credit to the original uploader, but obviously he was asked to take it down or something happened because it magically, uh, mysteriously disappeared from uh, Little Giant Boxing. But he did do the interview with Robert, as you can see, and uh, it disappeared. As you can tell from the title of uh, London Runs Boxing, it says they disabled that Robert Garcia interview. So here's another one. Right, and and this is the video of it. See, the media has been disabled, which means, you know, in response to a copyright owner, or I don't know what happened. You know, maybe um, London runs boxing got disabled because he, you know, re-uploaded it. I don't know, but this is it. I'll stop it there. You know where to find it. Uh, actually, I'll try and play a little more. They might, they might flag this one though. You know how it is. And then we're gonna big fight. I'm pretty sure that's probably what the direction they're looking at. Cause look, Ludo is my friend, and and I'm gonna put him on the spot. Ludo is my friend, and uh, I'm not gonna say what he told me, but he called me thinking I was Robert Diaz. Now that's it. I told you the rest of the story. I just wanted you to hear from the the horse's mouth. You can go and find it because. Uh, again, this says the media has been disabled, which means Little Giant Boxing probably flagged London Runs Boxing. You know, that's how these dudes are. Uh, they don't consider this sharing. They consider this stealing. Uh, so, you know, I'm just reporting the news. And the point is, Robert Garcia goes on to tell you that Lou DiBella called him assuming, thinking he was Robert Diaz, the matchmaker for Golden Boys. So... You know, he knows what's the plan. And he said, he went as far as to say that they called him not once, but twice. Not once, but twice, you know. Um, so, 
And then at the second in the second call, he just he just let him know like, bro, this is this is Robert Garcia, not Robert Diaz, and you know they all had a laugh and whatnot. But you know, look, he's spilling the beans here now, uh, letting us know that that, that that there are some plans um, for a Ryan and Cambosis fight. Meanwhile, you got Cambosis on on Twitter fighting with everybody that'll call him anything. And he's saying it's between Lomachenko and Haney, period. But then, then he's double downing on the fact that the zone allegedly doesn't want Devin Haney or isn't interested in Devin Haney, which I I I, I just don't understand that. Um, why would they stop their interest in Devin? They've been showing so much and paying them so much when. Why would they all of a sudden stop wanting to have Devin face for Undisputed? Now, only if they're doing a long play, which is obviously a flea flicker, right? It's it's a Hail Mary, to be honest. If we're going to use football terms, it's definitely a Hail Mary to believe that Ryan can beat Cambosos, then come back and make the super fight on zone. But... Based off the history of Ryan, I swear, if he were to happen to upset Cambosis, he would be a true diva. I don't think that we would get the Devin Haney fight, even if Ryan uh, brought those belts back to the zone. Shout out to Ignorant Boxing in the chat. Yes, that's what that's what uh, uh, Dan Rayfield is reporting, that the zone is not interested in, in, in Devin Haney. But again... History does not show us that. History shows that they are interested in Devin Haney and they're financially invested in Devin Haney uh, is what, you know, Devin Haney's career has shown us, uh, at, at least his career on zone. So, uh, you know, quite strange to me, quite strange to me um, why this is prolonging, and uh, even stranger that Ryan would be getting an opportunity. But again, we've, we've talked about Lou and the fact that he needs to, A, do the best possible fight for Cambosis. And maybe this isn't the best with Ryan because it's not a undisputed fight, but it's probably a big money fight because um, according to the reports... The fight with Cambosis and Ryan will be one that the uh, zone possibly explores pay per view, according to Dan Rayfield. Um, he goes on in his article to say that Delahoya said that if Cambosis Garcia is made, it would be a the zone pay per view event. The streaming service once let us know that they were going to do a pay per view or the possibly possibility of it. So. Um, maybe that's why DeZone or the rumors of DeZone not having any interest in in Devin is because they don't think he can do pay-per-view or be the first to do a DeZone pay-per-view outside of Canelo. Um, so they would rather chess the market maybe with a Ryan Garcia. Uh, but again, all speculation. What isn't speculation is obviously that... that um, Dan Rayfield 
is reporting and writing in his article that uh, Devin, they have no interest in Devin, and they would possibly make this a pay-per-view with Ryan. So here we go. Just want to screen share that for you. This is from his Twitter, and his being Dan Rayfield, who's out here still doing some good work. So it looks like I got a super chat from James Benitez. Shout out to you. Good morning. Hope you get the work safe and enjoy your day, my man says. Been saying Ryan will be the face of 135, not Devin. I mean, I mean, it looks like they're doing everything in their power to keep Devin away from being the face. A man that's been paid so much money, all of a sudden, the network that's paid him all that money isn't interested in him. Sounds like cap, man. Sounds like capity cap. But we'll see. We'll see how long it takes to unfold. We'll see, you know, what eventually ends up happening. We'll see. Um, so uh, we got Marcus who says, we continue to ignore the fact that Lou DiBella has said twice at this point that they aren't accepting offers and that they will be making the offers. Cambosis says send an offer. Lou says the opposite. Yeah, well, I don't think everyone's on the same page, and I think that's why when uh, Bill was in studio with me, you know, I was telling him, have you sat down? Like, you guys were in New York. Why wouldn't Eddie and you meet with Lou? So, you know, um, we'll have to wait and see what's going on and why things are, are, are happening the way that they're happening, for sure. Um, but I wouldn't hold my breath, man. You know, even the Ryan possibility, he's obviously got to get through to Gago in order to get to Ryan or, excuse me, in order for Ryan to get to Camboso. So that that pushes the timeline back because Ryan already has an April date. So how long is uh, Cambosis going to sit out? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's all interesting. But listen, if you want to call in, I'm going to go ahead and put the, the phone number in the live chat just in case you want to call in and voice your opinion. You want to give us your thoughts on whether or not you believe that Jerron Boots Ennis is overrated, according to Sean Porter, he is overrated. His two biggest wins, obviously, are Sergey Lipnets, and then his most recent win is Thomas Delorme. Now, there are rumors that he'll be facing uh, the guy that drew to Sergey Lipnets, and that's Castillo Clayton of Canada. Uh, he also just had a comeback fight with someone... Um, that I don't remember, but yes, Clayton versus Ennis, possibly for an eliminator. Ennis having, uh, maybe 28 fights, right? Or is it 26? Let me see. Let me double check. Maybe he got past the 28 and he's at 30 now. We'll double check. We're on box rec. He's got 28 fights, 26 knockouts. His last four fights are a knockout to Juan Carlos Abregu getting out of jail in a week. 
Uh, he had a no contest with Chris Van Heerden due to a cut that was suffered uh, by an accidental headbutt on Van Heerden's head. He uh, put Lippinets down in rounds four and six and stopped them ultimately in the six. And he knocked out Thomas Delorme in one. So we have a poll right here on our YouTube live channel right here at youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. I'm clicking the thumbs up button from 40 measly, from a measly 46 to 47. We got over 235 people watching. If you haven't already done so, hit that thumbs up. You know it's going to help with the visibility of the show. You know it's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that need to find a place to call in every morning or a show to listen to during their commute. Now, we do have a poll, and our poll obviously is asking, is Jerron Boots Ennis overrated? 40% of the public is saying yes, he's overrated. 42% is saying no. And then 18% saying Sean Porter is just hating. So if you haven't already voted on our poll, come on over to YouTube and make a vote. Have your voice count for something, you know? So Sean Porter said this on his uh, Porter Way podcast, you know, and um, we have that audio. So I'll pull that up in uh, just a segundo and uh, get it to you guys so that, you know, you can see. And shout out to Sean Porter, uh, you know, putting out some uh, top-notch content. Something that we can hit, go ahead and use on our show for talking points. So let me just uh, go here and then do one of these. What are we going to do here? What are we going to do? We'll just upload it right here. Actually, should I give you a full screen? Yeah. Let's go with that. Nope. Wrong one. I meant to do this. Bear with me. Producing on my own. No young trap. Boots right. is overrated. Whoa. 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 No, you don't want us to get carried Whoa. away. You got to see something. He boots is overrated. So that's it, though. You know, that was a very small clip, but he doubled down on it. He even put the little the, the, the caption so you know he ain't joking, you know. Um, but Boots replied. He, he, he responded to this uh, very quickly. Let me see here. I have those quotes as well. And uh, right here. So let's see. All right. There we go. Let's pull these up. And this is the quote from the article. And the article's only picking up what Boots said on his own Instagram or Twitter. I can't forget where I seen he said it. But the point is, he said, and I quote, I heard Sean Porter said I was overrated. You were just saying I'm ready and too much for these guys. And you said you won't fight me. But keep that same energy, though. 
If I'm so overrated, then come out of retirement and fight me. Now people retire and I'm overrated. You know what I'm saying? So basically he's saying you, 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 you hiding out under the comfort of being retired. You know, when, when you weren't retired, you were saying he was too much for these young boys. You were saying, I ain't fighting him. Now, all of a sudden, you retired. Oh, he's overrated. So, you know, I don't know. We have to figure that one out amongst the community, how we feel about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's just poking a bear. You know, Sean Porter's a very intelligent guy. He runs a nice podcast. He's on Fox. Maybe he just knows what he's got to say these days to get the needle moving. You know, he definitely got us talking about it. And I've seen other people, you know, running with this same topic this very same morning, which was striking, you know. But it's like, it's out there. You know, Boots is the new guy. You know, I've seen World Boxing News calling Boots the new Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, I wonder... Is boxing, do the, do we always just associate everyone with Mayweather or is there something about a person that we see in him that, that you know, that makes us associate him with Mayweather? Now, for Boots, I don't know what that would be. I think that they fight completely different. They have completely different styles and, and even ways of being. I mean, the only thing that I would wonder that I can, I can, I can assume that you can, you can compare the two would be work ethic. You know, everyone I speak to says, obviously, Floyd was one of the hardest working, that no one could outwork him. And that's what they're saying these days about Boots. You know, that he's a hard worker. So um, I don't know how else can you compare Boots to Floyd Mayweather, but I'd be interested to hear what James Benitez has to say as he believes that Boots is one of the greatest fighters to lace him up. Maybe he can find that comparison or, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone is the new Floyd over there. That's what I'm saying, George Foster. Everyone gets compared to TBE, and I think it's a marketing plan. I mean, obviously, you know, we've seen Bob Arum do it with Jared Anderson and Wilder. Like, you've got to associate your guy to one of the top guys or one of the best guys. Um, it's it's the easiest, you know, marketing plan. It's, it's how to build a fighter 101. AMG says, my only question is, why did they build Boots so slow? 28 fights and just now starting to step up. Did he not have an amateur career? Yeah, he had an amateur career. He just didn't have a big name promoter. He's always been with Cameron Duncan uh, and, and, and some other people even smaller. And they weren't able to get television fights, you know? They signed with Cameron, you know, that that was the first signing they did. And, you know, who you choose is who you're in bed with. So, you know, had he chose an Al from the beginning or a top rank from the beginning, he would have gotten more publicity. Obviously, top rank hasn't worked out well for Terrence Crawford. It did good for Bradley. Bradley got three Pacquiao fights and uh, ESPN commentating gig. You know, uh, so it worked out for Bradley. You know, it didn't work out well for Mayweather. He had to leave and, 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 and you know, do his own thing. But um, Boots is only 24, so there's really no rush. 
for the people that are saying he's not built, I think he's doing just good at 24. You know, yeah, he doesn't have a belt like some of these other 24-year-olds or 20-year-olds, but he's still in his youth and busting into the scene in his youth. Um, so these fights are being televised, so he's getting to be seen. He's getting to be seen, and, you know, I, I just want to see what direction they're going to go. That's all. I want to know what direction they're going to go. We thought it was going to be uh, Butayev. That 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 ended out playing in a different manner. It looks like Stenonius, the uh, mandatory of Ugas, will be on the undercard of Ugas Earl now, April 16th. Um, so that's off the table. You know, the, the Clayton fight I like. Oh, Luis Reyes says he, he listened to the A-B convo and it wasn't that bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think he should be saying anything like that. But it was on his Twitter. Shout out to Brandon who sent um, Boots Ennis. I, I figured it was Instagram or Twitter. But that's how it is these days, you know. Shout out to Instagram and Twitter and all so forms of social media. You can follow the Boxing Voice at all forms of social media. Uh, but shout out to social media because everything becomes news, you know. And um, rightfully so. You know, Porter has something to say. Ennis has something to say. And Ennis at 24 would love Sean Porter on his resume. It's the right age. See, Porter is, you know, brought up intelligently. His father's been in the sport. So they wanted him to get out before he was a, a, a Shane Mosley. You know, they used to train with Shane. Shane used to be kind of like a little trainer in, in Porter's camps. You know, Porter right now, what is he? Do we got an age on Mr. Porter? Let me see here. He is... 34, so 10 years younger than Ennis. This is exactly how Canelo gets him, you know, 34, 35s, you know. Porter already went down in his last fight, something we're not accustomed to seeing. The issue is, if he got $4 million to fight for a world title, Versus Terrence Crawford, who was considered pound for pound one of the best, if not number one. There was risk and reward there. He got $4 million plus he got an opportunity at a title. What do you have to give Sean Showtime Porter to fight Jerron Boots Ennis? It, it, it just financially, it's not there. That Like... This goes to show you that financially some of these fights are just not there and it's not a matter of Porter, Duck, and Ennis, right? I mean, is there $5 million in a Showtime budget to pay for this fight? And will Porter really take $4 million? Is Ennis really entitled to a million? Never being a title challenger, never being an interim titleist, never having an IBO title, never having a regular belt, never having a WBA gold belt, never having a WBC silver. I mean, is he really worth a million dollars? And if he is, isn't Porter 
more worthy of more than the last four million he took to take a risk for a belt. Now you asking him to fight an even younger dude that could possibly be more dangerous. Like, where do you find the money to make that fight? How do you make that fight? How do you make that fight? And this is what goes back to the Adrian Broner thing. You know, you know, you tell Ennis and Sean, according to Broner, hey, listen, we can't do this fight, but we can do this. I'll give you each a million and 50% of the pro the pay-per-view. Do you believe in you? Or do you believe in guaranteed money? But the thing is, I don't see anyone out here really promoting their fight. You know, I don't I don't see them really grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, okay, I, I, if the ball's in my court, if it's up to me how much I can sell, I'm about to go out here and do my thing. I see Montana Love doing that. I see him on his Instagram talking about, I got tickets hand in hand. I got hard, hard copy tickets right here. Like, you know, some people think they're too big for certain things, you know? But nonetheless, I think that this fight isn't even, you know, financially possible. You know, if I'm if I'm Sean, I'm not taking four mil. Now I never had four million. I never had a million. So I don't know the difference between four and five, right? So I don't want to say Sean would say no to fighting boots for five, no title. But then you still got to pay Boots anywhere between 500000 and a million. Which he's probably never gotten 500000 I don't know. I don't know. You guys can tell me. I, I've never checked his purses. Never checked his purses. But we are conducting a poll on our YouTube channel right now. Is Jerron Boots Ennis overrated? According to Sean Porter, he is. And according to 42% of our viewing public, he is overrated they've chosen the multiple choice answer that says yes he is overrated 42 percent believe he's overrated 41 percent believe no but then there's another 17 percent that just believes sean porter is just hating is he really hating it's easy to believe that he is simply because obviously you know he didn't take the fight it's not like it was officially offered to him but he was talked about the possibility of fighting the Virgils and the, you know, Jerron Ennis's of the world. And, and he said, no, I'm not fighting those young guys. My eyes are focused on a rematch with, you know, uh, Earl Spence Jr. or a fight with Terrence Bud Crawford. You know, he did that. And now he's retired. Um, his father said he hadn't really been in it. Right? That that's why... He didn't give him 100% in training. And, and, and Sean is being pulled in many different directions. He's a, he's a husband now. He's a father. He has a successful podcast. He works on Fox. You know, he's being pulled in many different directions, and maybe his heart isn't in it. But for Ennis, he don't want to hear none of that. For Ennis, I don't want to hear none of that. I just want to fight. You know, you saying I'm overrated. Well, let's prove it to the people. Show me I'm overrated. Prove it to me. You know, prove it to me. And here is Ennis and, and his exact quote, as you can see. And he's saying, I heard you, Sean Porter. We went through this. Just wanted to show you. It is on his Twitter. Shout out to the producer, the guy that sent me. Um, but yeah, 
I would like the fight. I just don't see it happening. Again, I don't see where the money is, right? Like, they had to put uh, Porter versus Crawford on pay-per-view. And that only did 130. Now, that was on ESPN+. Plus. So that's that could be one reason why it didn't do so well. Would Ennis and Porter do any better? I don't know. I highly doubt it because Porter would be the retired A-side. So hard, hard to really know how it would play out. You need some, you need some, you need some Middle East money or you need some DAZN money, you know. Those, those, those guys are Americans, and maybe they can drive American subscriptions. But again, even if you're like a, a subscription-based company, doesn't necessarily have to be the zone. I'm just saying, like, again, how many subscriptions do they bring in? How well are they known? Shout out to Daniel Jacobs and John Ryder that will be fighting this weekend. It's the only fight of the weekend, guys. Like... I mean, the only good thing... Uh-oh, let me see. I got... I might have a little a little late interview. My man, my man, uh, Ken, bank on it. De Robles, he posted that he was spawn tank. I might, you know... You know I'm a Tank fan. I'm trying to get that interview and see uh, how that was. This is Ken. Bank on it. De Robles. And this is Tank. Tank out here looking slimmy, slim, slim with no date. Remember, remember we, we did that show, man. He might be fighting Roly, you know. I never heard of Ken bank on it. But he looked Puerto Rican. It looks like he got a little flag on his shoulder, you know. But I want to find out all about you, champ. He looked like he might be from New York City because I see the Algeries, the Cordell Bookers, and the P.D. Pablos, the Tony Nassas, all in the comment section. So he might be a New Yorker. You know what I'm saying? New York, New York, big city of dreams. This definitely in New York, right? Because this this AB Boxing News, Jessica took the picture, it looks like. But, yeah, he's hitting me up as we speak, so I might slip him on if he's a Velabao and then get that little interview, see how that work was. Yeah, man. But once again, if you want to call in, you know the number to do so, one 5241 Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. So how do we assess overrated? How do we know if one is overrated, right? Like, how do we know? What is overrated? What is overrated, Right? So the, the Webster's Dictionary definition is rated or valued too highly. Valued too highly. See, that has me questioning whether or not he's overrated. Because I think there is a high value in Jerron Boots Ennis. 
you know, whether you believe he belongs in this generation's class of welterweights with the Earls and Crawfords, you must believe that he will be in the top of the class with guys like the generation before him, the Connor Benz, the Virgil Ortiz's, himself, Michael McMickinson's, those welterweights, you know, uh, Michael Fox, Luke Santamaria, like, he's definitely in the right, he's, a, he's above those guys. Listen, out of all those welterweights, right, the new generation, the new crop coming up, no one is really pushing anyone to fight any of the big names, like a Thurman, like a Crawford, like a Earl. But the name that keeps being brought up is definitely Ennis. People want to see Ennis in there with Crawford, Earl, Thurman. Now, there are a fraction of people that want to see Virgil in some of those fights, but his own team has decided not to take those fights. His own team has turned down those fights. So, Connor Ben. I just read an article this morning where Eddie Hearn said that Connor is three fights away from bigger fight, name fights. You know, so I don't know. Ennis seems to be the only one on the cusp and ready to go. And ready to go for big names. Now, can he do it? He hasn't proved it just yet, but we've seen other fighters get given the pass of the eye test. And if we're using the eye test, Ennis has passed pretty much everyone's eye test. But I do want to remind you, if you don't have the zone, you can use my link right here in the description. Let me just go ahead and show you where it's at. Uh, so uh, here I am screen sharing the actual live video as we speak. And it says right there, one free month of DAZN on TBV. Click that and it'll open up so that you can get DAZN for this week and watch this right here. Let's see. Not that message, but this. Mm-hmm. There we go. John Ryder versus Daniel Jacobs. That'll be on DAZN this weekend. Two veteran super middleweights. Uh, Jacobs needing this fight, needing this win. It says it'll go on at 5 p.m. Eastern, which would be 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. I'll be doing a live fight chat for this from the studio. And uh, it's a decent fight. I want to say a crossroads fight for Jacobs is if he loses it, but definitely for Ryder, it would be the biggest win of his career if he can win this fight. So if you don't have the zone, once again, my link in the description right here where it says one free month. They used to give you a free month. I doubt that's still happening. You should have been hip to the game by now, but this is it. Uh, yeah, and it costs you nothing. You're just supporting your favorite podcast, making sure the zone knows. We're still letting know 
letting boxing fans know the good word about the $8.83 per month app to get all their boxing, you know. Obviously, they can do a better job at giving us some boxing, you know. Uh, I could use more fan-friendly fights. Give me Bivol and Gilberto, please. Give me Callum Smith and Gilberto, right? Like, what's going on, bro? They have a lot of fights that they won't give us. I mean, and then and then everyone complains about the other sides of the street, whether that be top rank or PBC. But there's a lot of fights. You know, Andre, he hasn't gotten any of those guys. You know, and, and it sucks. Callum moves up to 75. Now Andre's moving up to 68. It's like, I don't know. But. Overrated. Back to Boots Ennis, according to Sean Porter, who called him. Overrated. I don't think so. I can see the skill, you know, um, and you can see the fear that other people have in facing him. Not that they're afraid of him, but if anything, afraid of losing their O's or their position. You know, uh, Ennis seems willing to fight anyone. Uh, has the money been put behind him? I'm not quite sure, you know. We did have Bernie the Boxer on this show, and, 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 and you know, we, we, we begged him to talk to his team so that his team can at least go in and entertain what it is Showtime and Espinosa may have available for Terrence Crawford. Because if you read any article with Terrence Crawford, you know, you got guys like Eddie Hearn saying, you know, they're interested, but they can't get him the fights. You know, uh, you, you, you got Tim, Tim Smith from PBC out here saying that Crawford wants too much money, even though he's never spoken to him. So I think it's up to Crawford to go out there and, and, and say what it is he wants or needs. Um, or at least go and figure out what they can offer you over at Showtime and Showtime Sports. But I'm screen sharing on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice the rankings in the 147-pound division. And obviously, uh, the Ring Magazine belt is vacant. Now, Earl Spence Jr. versus Jordanis Urgas takes place April 16th. And this may very well crown a Ring Magazine champion. I don't know that it would be fair of the ring to wait for undisputed because in other divisions, they don't necessarily do that. If you consider Callum Smith at 68, he won the Muhammad Ali trophy, the super WBA, the diamond belt and the ring belt for going through the, th the tournament. He wasn't the undisputed champion. So if Earl were to get three out of four belts, it's clear that he's the number one welterweight. And then Crawford would just be the number one runner-up champion to face him. Um, but uh, I, I think it would be unfair not to crown a Ring Magazine welterweight champion on April 16th when it would be for a three-belt unification. That being said, though, in the top 10 of the ring, Cody Crowley Breaks the top 10. Shout out to him. Congratulations. Connor Ben at number nine. Batiev, who's going to be facing Stenonius, who's number six. 
Avenesian, who's with Frank Warren, so he won't get any opportunities with these big names. He'll get, you know, something over there, like a Mickinson or something after, you know, he fights Virgil. But Virgil's number five in the fight with Michael Mickinson. And it's number four, nothing scheduled, but rumor has it he'll be facing, you know, Castillo Clayton, who's the IBF number five. Ugas obviously in a fight with number two, Earl Spence. And that's another thing. If number two and three face each other, how can they not be the Ring Magazine champion? I don't know. But you guys can tell me in the chat. Let me see what the chat is actually saying here. Mm. This fight is eligible for the Ring Belt as one versus three in the rankings. There you go. Even though it has it as two versus three. Uh, but... I think the same. I think that this is worthy of a Ring Magazine uh, belt, you know. One guy, you know, rather, a, a group, two two people are, are unifying. They're bringing together three belts. Uh, you know, I hate to use Earl's exact same term, but that is a lot of heavy lifting, you know. The, the person that did that does deserve to have that Ring Magazine belt, and then if Crawford is the next person or whoever is the WBO belt holder at the time, they become number one by beating the number one. Uh, but I, again, I don't, I, I don't think that in order to be the number one welterweight, you need all four belts. You know? Um, but I'm going to go ahead and open up these phone lines. You already know the phone number to call in, one four two five. 569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget to add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. And we're having a bunch of conversations. Is Jerron Boots Ennis overrated? Overrated. Compare, according to Sean Porter, he is... Overrated. I never said he was... Overrated. I'm just reporting the news that Sean Porter is saying. Overrated. That he's overrated, all right? Let's just be clear here. But, once again, you can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation or use your landline or cell phone to call in at 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion on the Voice of the People hotline. Uh, let's go out to these quick little messages remember to rate us five stars on itunes subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters all right all right all right let's see looks like i got somebody in philadelphia Let's see. All right. Rick in Philly. No, no, that is not Rick. That is not Rick. That may be a new number. All right. So Philadelphia, first time caller is from what I'm seeing. What's up, brother? Who's this? This is Miguel Burgos. Miguel Burgos. 
What's up? Would you happen yeah, to be Ethan Burgos's dad? Yes, sir. Oh, I just guessed that right there. I wasn't sure. But what's up? How are you, man? Pleasure to meet you. I follow your son for about a couple years now. You know, he's looking good, man. I'm hoping he's going to be the next yeah, Danny Garcia out of, out of Philly. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. He um, we appreciate your support, and uh, yeah, he's been he's been consistently uh, working since he was small, man. And um, you know, slowly but surely, man. You know, he's only got 14 fights. He got a a long way to go, and um, you know, I'm just taking my time with him because uh, you know, we're looking forward towards the pros, and I don't want to burn them out. So just letting them enjoy it, you know. For sure, for sure. So what got you into the sport? Um, man, Philly, you know, being from Philly, that's, that's just a part of the the environment, you know, um, there's a bunch of gyms and, um, it gives a, a place where kids can stay off the streets and, uh, you know, it gives, it builds confidence in the kids and, uh, you know, a lot of people, my family boxed and, um, you know, it's something that I didn't really want him to get into, but he ended up loving it. And, um, you know, I just there to support him, you know, and try to put him about, around the best uh, situation. What would you say your first name was? I'm sorry. Miguel. Oh, Miguel, Miguel. So, Miguel, how old are you? Me, I'm 45. Oh, you're young. So did you start him out or did you just take him straight to a trainer? No, no, I started him out since uh, he's been like four or five years old. You know, he's the hit the pads and teach him how to punch and, you know, a lot of handball, you know, hand, hand and eye coordination with the ball. And he used to play baseball. And then um, around eight years old, he started, uh, he started going to a rec center. And we, we first started working with, uh, with Dirk Gooden, which is a grasshopper, a great trainer, great teacher. And then the rec center closed down and we all kind of spread out and um, I ended up in uh, Bozies. And I was just about to go there because you know we talk about Sean Porter calling uh, your your good yeah, friend. Yeah, that's why I called in. I know. I, I right. figured. I figured he's calling your good friend Jerron Boots Ennis overrated. So you being in the gym with him yeah, on a personal think, level, what do you think? I mean, I, man, Sean Porter's greatly mistaken, and um, you know, I think I think he's. He's retracting his statements that he said before where he was giving him a lot of praise. And now, I guess, you know, because too many people giving him too much praise, now he's kind of, like, trying to, like, switch it up. But, you know, everything you see in, in Boots, man, it's, 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 you see what you get, man. He's a great fighter. He works really hard. He's got a good team behind him. His family knows a lot about boxing. They're, you know, they've been in it for generations. And, um, you know, I believe he's the next great one. And, uh is an honor to be in that same gym and, and, you know, just learning off of them and just by watching them, you know? How many years have you been in that gym with them? Well, I know we used to be, they used to be in Harrogate and uh, we were downstairs and they were upstairs. So um, since then, you know, Bo had the second floor upstairs, but uh, he had a lot of fighters, so, you know, my son was about, I think, like five or six years old. That's, it's a picture on his Instagram of his two hands up. That's when around the time Ethan started in the gym. But, um, you know, when we since, uh, since they've been in Philly 101, we've probably been there like maybe, i say about three or four years now. And uh, 
How long ago did, did Boots start working with him? Because I remember talking to your son and he said that, you know, Boots would work with him. I even seen something on Instagram like that. Like, how long has he taken a liking to him no, and he, physically he, helped he, him? Yeah, he met Boots a few times. They they usually come in during the daytime. Um, we've worked with his brother, uh, Pooh Ennis, which mm -hmm. is Derek Ennis, the one that... Uh, yeah, the ball head there's a, I guess there's a... Yeah, there's a, a video of him sparring Canelo out there. I suggest y'all see that. And, um, yeah, we worked with Poole, and uh, he also worked with uh, Greg Hackett from time to time and, and also Sean because I get out of work at a certain time, so we, we get we get over there at night, usually, like, after 4. So those those guys are in the daytime. But, you know, I've talked to, to Bo, and when Ethan gets old enough and he can start coming during the day or maybe in the summertime, I'll let him train up there during, in the day hours. But uh, for now, we're on a different shift, you know. He looks like a big kid, though. How much does he weigh? Um, you know he he's fourteen years old. He just turned fourteen a couple months ago, and um, he's about right now. He's like one twenty-seven, and uh, he's like I I think like five six, maybe five seven. Yeah, that's big, man. Bradley was five eight, one forty, and one forty-seven. Yeah, Ethan's long, man, and um, you know. He got that it's just a matter of getting him to... hook, man, from early. <laughs> yeah, he got power in both hands, man. I mean, he's blessed with that. That's God-given, man. He got his his right hits harder than his hand, but he loved that left hook, man. <laughs> That's yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I was calling in to, you know, comment on that, man. I think, you know, I think uh, if Sean, if Sean, you know, Porter feels that strongly about it, that he's overrated, maybe, you know, he should come out of retirement. And, and give Boots that, you know, give Boots that fight. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, a lot of these guys are running from them, you know? Yeah, and, um, I mean, I talked about you know, that, though. Like, how much money is Sean going to want? They gave him $4 million to fight Crawford for a belt. Like, and, and Crawford's 34 years old. You're talking about asking him to fight a dude 10 years younger. Boots is 24, no belt. Right. Never fought for a title. Any kind of title, like I don't know that fight could ever yeah. happen. Well, well, the thing is about it is that you know Sean Porter got a, he's a household name, and um, you know Boots is is also coming up, and a lot of he's making a lot of noise. So I think anybody would buy that fight. You know what I'm saying? Cause, I mean, if you're gonna put Keith Thurman versus Barrios, you could definitely sell a, a Boots versus anybody because. One thing about Boots, he's an exciting fighter, man. Like, you know, you anticipate a knockout coming. You know what I mean? So, I, that's how I feel about it. I feel like, um, well, Miguel, I feel like, you know, a lot of these guys are ducking on me. Nah, I mean, you ain't the only one that feels like that. I'm not saying I do, but that's definitely, you know, the, 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 yeah. the word on the social media streets. But listen, let me get to some other callers, man. Thank you. For calling in. All right, you have a good day, man. Obviously, keep doing what you're doing with your son, man. We wish you the best. I hope that he becomes a pro and he's the next Danny and we can get him on the show and, 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 you know, continue to tell your story, man. We was just talking about Jose Benavidez Sr. and the fact that he's 46 and, you know, accomplished. Uh, you know, Jose Jr. was able to win a WBA regular and, obviously, David was able to win two WBC 168-pound titles, and, you know, Jose Sr. is only 46 years old, man. That's that's a blessing, you know. 
uh, I believe so, you know. Uh, it's an accomplishment. I think so. And, uh, you know, I want to just make sure that, you know, he gets his credit, man. Uh, that was, uh, I think that's amazing, especially, you know, starting yourself, not knowing anything about boxing, not being a boxer yourself. You know, Jose's story is so uh, intriguing, man. So we got our own couple of fighter, uh, excuse me, coach, father, you know, uh, coach fathers in the in the community that are that are raising their children and going through tournaments. You know, shout out to obviously Adrian, uh, who is a father but isn't putting his son through it, but doing it in, out of his boxing club, taking his kids to the nationals. Shout out to uh, obviously JT in New Orleans, and and thank you again to you, Miguel, for doing what you do with your son. And, and shout out to you. I'm gonna keep these phone lines moving. We're gonna go ahead and stay in. Philadelphia's uh, actually not Philadelphia. I'm sorry, but that area, that area, kinda right. You know, it's like two more hours away. What's this, Baltimore? Who is this? Who is this? I'm not sharp with the numbers today. This is Ra in Baltimore. What up? Hey yo, Mister Gibbs, what's poppin', G? What up? What up? How are you, man? What's up, yo? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, boots. Is he overrated? Yes. Right now, though. Wow. Right now, he's overrated. Why? Right now. What, 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 yo, what he, does overrated in boxing not, mean to you? Like, what the, when you hear the word he, overrated, what you what it means he, to you? He 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 has skills, but he's not experienced enough. He's not ready yet. Not ready for who though? For what? I think I think Sean to come out of retirement to beat him. Come on, you out here wilding, man. Yo, he's showing to come out. He's more experienced. He got a lot of power. Boots ain't ready Sean for that type of power. power. He's never felt. Yeah, Sean, Sean to give him, Sean to give him a run. And as a matter of fact, Thurman at eighty percent will beat the hell out of Boots right now, bro. All right, name a welterweight in his generation that could beat him. That could be Boots right now. Yeah. I like to see him and Virgil. Why not him and Virgil? You can see it all you want. Does he beat him? Uh, that'll be a close fight. So that means, that'll be a good so fight. That means, Boots so need that to be means, calling. So that means you think Boots will win. What about Connor Ben and Boots? Connor Ben. I'm not too oh, Connor Ben. Um, he the UK dude? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 Boots beats him. He ain't get to your, boots your beats radar him. yet. Wow. I, I mean, yeah, I've seen a little bit of him. Boots beats him. I mean, you know, but Virgil Ortiz and Boots would be good. Uh, what's, what's the other fight you just had? Ver, uh, boots and who? Thurman? Thurman? Nah, Virgil. Virgil Thurman beats him at 80%. I'm about to be back at St. Pete. To see uh, Thurman's second half of his career, you know, I want to witness greatness. So, you know, um, give Thurman, give my boy a couple more, give, give him one more fight, one more tune-up. He'll be ready to, to finish his career by washing dudes, Spence, Crawford, whoever else. But, um, yeah, Boots need to just calm calm down, bro. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, if Porter want to come out of retirement, Put him fighting. That'd be a good test for him. Sean, Sean, Sean to hit him with a with a with a with a punch that 
we'll see if he's not overrated right now. You know what I mean? But Sean will bring it to him. Word up. And, um, yeah, Virgil Ortiz. Why, why don't he call out somebody? I mean, you know, Virgil Ortiz need to come, come at him to make that fight happen. But I'm going to tell you who's not overrated. Shakur Stevenson. Boxing is coming back. Everything is the belt is going to come back to the tri-state area. Word up. And look, the kid from Baltimore, i never seen nobody let allow that happen to their career. Like, that is just crazy. Like, yo, you looking wild as shit out here, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even Copper just said it would be weird if the kid from Baltimore don't And I'm not calling him Tank until he start fighting top fighters. Yeah, I'm going to call him with Javon. I'm going to call him with uh, Lomachenko call him, Javon. That's his name, Javon, until he stop fighting, until he start fighting top fighters. Word up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've never seen no athlete. Even Stafford got out of Detroit for the sake of his career. How the fuck you just letting your career go in the toilet bin for money like that? Like, you know what I mean? Legacy is always better, bro. bro. What are we talking Word about up. here? I'm oh, saying that who's not overrated. I'm just saying, but you saying people letting the their career. Stevenson you, you, is chasing greatness. You saying people letting their career go and all this like Tank, yeah, Tank Javon. the biggest name. He the biggest name. I got it. I gotta go, bro. You, you, you always find a way to hate on Tank, even when it's not even about him. I, I see you though. I see you. I hope you see. I hope you heard that I reported that he was he was working. He was working. Let me check my messages, see if this kid is available. Because he was, you know, he replied. And I'm, I'm like, yo, you up for an interview or what? Brandon, check your eye out on uh, my man Ken. Bank on it. You know what I'm saying? Make sure Ken bank on it. All right, let me go out to uh, Big Super Max. What up? Let me double check. Any super chats? Did we get any any morning love? Any cafezino? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, right. My man James Benitez says, didn't Keith just duck Santa Maria? Um, I mean, no. He chose, like, his words were, I was offered a few names, and I chose the name who happened to be a former world champion because they... They considered, like, Keith was a regular. Remember, he was regular, and then he got elevated. So fighters consider regulars champions, and he'd rather fight a former world champion than a non-champion in Santa Maria. But Santa Maria developing, man, because he struggled a little bit with Angel. Them first rounds, he got off. Then he, he kind of, like, took off in the middle and then was able to come on strong in the end, but... He got to be more dominant when he gets in there with the bigger names. So it's good that he's getting his opportunity to, you know, get his feet wet with other names out there. Uh, shout out to Fred Robinson coming through with the super chat. And he says, these callers off the hook. Tank breaking the bank, but his career is suffering. Exaggerate. Uh, uh, what is it? Exhausted emoji. Uh, that's an oxymoron. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, his career, I don't know why people matter. He's doing good. But we're going to James Benitez. What up? 
Real hate, man. That's like an art form, man. You know, it's like you like a born a hater. You know, like myself. Hey, you know, I really don't care about this food shit, man. I'm here to tell you right now. Who needs to just hurry up and just fight somebody, and then we actually give a damn about? We don't care. Charlo with the little Instagram post or whatever with the signed signature. Man, there's no way in hell he signed up just fight no Canelo, man. Hey, 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 hey. Two other knockdowns that Wilder been knocked, knocked down and the footage been scrubbed off the internet, man. We all know that too. Winner, the ninth annual Player Hater of the Year award is James Benitez. Uh oh, I know what's coming this time. I think I deserve that award too, man. Yo, good morning, Ness. How you doing? What up? I hear you chuckling at your own intro, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, that shit. That shit funny, man. That shit funny, man. Brandon did his thing, man. Brandon did his thing. Yes, sir. Now, now on to this uh, boot stuff, man. I mean, Sean, Sean sounds like that old man that's uh, old man talking about back in his day or whatever, man. That's just angry at just the new young crop coming up, man. I'm not gonna say boots is overrated. I will say that he's overhyped. We do see the skills and everything, but he hasn't fought shit, man. You know, he's really fought like a prospect-level resume, man. I've really been saying that for the past couple of months, man. And I'm kind of glad that maybe Sean has listened to the show and probably heard me say that. It's like, you know what? That boy Benitez might be right. He might be on to something. You know, but I don't think Sean gets out of the bed to fight uh, Boots, man. He was more willing to jump out of retirement to fight the Conor Ben, man. So he must really see something that he don't want to fuck with when it comes to Boots, man. So, huh? Nah, I was going to say, well, I. Yo, no, nah, I'm just, nah, I'm just in the middle of just trying to make this order real quick, man. I'm just trying to get my morning coffee, man. I ain't trying to be too cranky on the show or anything no more. But I will say, you know, that last caller, man, he a big-time hater, man, talking about Tank, man. I'll, all thing I'll say bad about Tank, man, Tank needs to fight like a prime contender, man. You know, because, I mean, like, let's be honest, man, the Gamboa, shit, what, even the Ruiz fight or whatnot. I mean, Bro, he the second man to knock out Gamboa <laughs> outside of Terrence Bud Crawford, who's arguably pound-for-pound pound number one. I mean... You guys keep thinking y'all better matchmakers than Leonard Allaby and Floyd Mayweather. I, Meanwhile, they building the shit out of Tank into a pay-per-view draw. He's already a household name amongst boxing fans. I mean, but they still building, though? Yeah. Like, he only, what, 26? Right he only 26? He got another 10 years. Man, for him to be the household name he is, man, he should have some real fights, man. He should have some real fights, man. And um, real quick about this weekend's fight, man. Ain't nobody gonna watch that shit, man. We just trying to watch the Super Bowl this weekend, man. Like that shouldn't even be on any platform, man. That Jacobs and a uh, Ryder fight, man. Where the Super Bowl at this weekend? It's in LA. Oh shit! It's in LA. It's gonna be right up the road from you. So that might so, that might make Vegas busy, man. Yeah, man. You might have some other shit to do instead of riding. I mean, watching the Ryder Jacobs fight. Nah, man. Week. I'm a boxing fan. I'm be doing that for sure. From live from the studio. About the better interviews you're probably going to get this weekend from all the people in for. I mean, from the Super Bowl weekend boxes. Just saying, man. You might just need to start reaching out, man. I mean, we'll but see. I'm, I'm gonna keep the lines moving, man. But that's my call, man. All right. Yeah, I see people what? in the chat not happy that I said they probably still building him. I mean, what's wrong with that? How old is Ryan? Ain't they still building him? Like, what's going on with y'all? Like, you know, you you want Tank to fight somebody. Meanwhile, Ryan fighting Emmanuel Tagagu. Ryan could have fought Joseph Diaz and found a way out. 
Ryan could have fought Fortuna, found a way out. Ryan could have fought Tank, found a way out. Pacquiao found a way out. Devin found a way out. But y'all talking, y'all crazy, man. Y'all crazy. Well, anyway, moving on. Big Super Max in the building. What is going on? Boxingwords.com. Oloki, you are next, my friend. Por eso lo vuelvo a repetir. La era del Canelo la mejor porque peleó con los mejores. La suerte es para los mediocres, my friend. Boxingwords.com. Yo, what's good, Ness? Good morning to you. What up? Yeah, I think, uh, man, I think, I think, with, just like with everything these days in society, uh, a lot of times, man, we're not looking at the context. Because I, I think it is uh, what Porter's trying to say. I think he had a bad choice of words. But uh, I, uh, I don't know if you got to watch the the broadcast of Keith Thurman and and uh, Barrios, but they had him and. Um, Joe Goosen put up their top 10 welterweights. I think it was him and Joe Goosen. And Joe Goosen had boots ahead of Ugas. And I think Sean's issue was is how his boots rated ahead of a world champion. So I don't I don't necessarily think he's saying overrated as in he's not as good as we think. But I think he feels that he shouldn't be uh, rated higher than a current world champion, you know, which um, that's up for interpretation, man, because I personally feel like Boots would beat Ugas. I, I think he gives any of the top of those three champions, I think he gives them all trouble and potentially beat all of them. That includes Spence, and you know I'm a Spence guy, so that that tells you what I think about Boots, man. So um, you say you think he beat Spence? I, I think he could beat Spence, Crawford, or uh, uh, Ugas. Wow. I think he gives each of those guys a tough fight, man. I think he's not... He's he's. I think he's ready for that level, but I think what Porter was trying to say is he just feels like he shouldn't be rated above a world champion currently until he wins the world. Somebody said he's fought in like prospect level fights, which is true, man. You know, every every top new guy has this issue. Thurman had it, Errol had it, Boots is having it now. Um, and as far as the other topic, man, like I, I keep saying, man, Ryan Garcia's Victor Ortiz 2.0. He's talking about retiring at 24. Um, We'll see how long this guy really lasts, man. I don't expect a lot from Ryan Garcia. I really don't. Uh, I, I I don't even really believe what he says, man. He he. As much as Oscar's my favorite fighter, when it comes to them two talking about fights, man, it's hard to believe anything comes out the mouth at this point. So, but uh, that's my call, champ. All right, all right, all right. Let me see here. See if Adrian is in the building. So, I got Mr. Steal Your Chin with the super chat, and he says, I'll say it again until somebody tells me, what did Bud Crawford accomplish by the age of 27? What did Bud accomplish? What did Bud Crawford accomplish by the age of 27? I'm not going to answer that or look for the answer. Let a Bud Crawford fan do that. I don't know. But remember that Bud had a... I want to say a, like a late start or something like that in, in the sense that he got his first opportunity when he took a step up in class versus British Prescott on like eight days short notice. Uh, Cameron Duncan didn't want to do it. Bomack was was ready. Crawford was ready. They did it. 
HBO seen him kick Prescott's ass, and then they gave him a deal. Then he got, like, Sanabria and some other dude, and then he got, like, Lundy and, and, and I think maybe Derry Jean. You know, they start giving him the, 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 the build-up resume, you know? So, um, yeah, that's why I'm saying people laughing at me like, oh, Tank, how you, how you saying you, you know, they still building them? Because plenty of people get built past 27, man. Like, Mike Polite Coffee was 31. They was building him. Like, it, it, all that matters is the end goal, man. This isn't a racist a marathon. The, the beauty of it is when people like Lomachenko and Shakur can make it a race and succeed on a high level, then that separates them. But it's not a race. It's a marathon. But uh, Buenos Dias, Mr. Uh, Rowan. I'm good. I beat Polly. I left with his belt and his girl. It's a dollar beat. Hey, and I know all y'all against me. All that soft talk. I know you can do it, man. You got to. You got to. Let's shut that soft ass shit up. Boxingboys.com. Man, good morning, TBV. Good morning, Ness, man. How y'all doing? Straight. How was Vegas, brother? I was checking out the shows, man. Checking them out. Uh, it's the dream, bro. You know how you know it is. It's the dream. Nah, that's what's up. No complaints over here. Nah, so what are you guys all talking about this morning? I was working. I've been checking in the show here and there when I can. Um, I, something about Ryan Garcia. Uh well we got a little and bit of Ryan we got a little bit of Ryan and we got a little a lot of bit of Jerome Boots and is being called overrated by Sean Porter uh the Ryan portion of the uh, show is more about Robert Garcia the current trainer uh revealing that he was given a call by Lou DeBella who was under the assumption he was discussing business with Robert Diaz, matchmaker VP of Golden Boy, not Garcia, who he was on the phone with. He didn't double-check who he was on the phone, and he went on to tell the business about Ryan and Tagago, and after Tagago, Ryan Cambosos. Cambosos doubled down and assures the world on Twitter that no... He's not in negotiations with no Ryan. He's only considering Loma and Devin. But obviously, we played the audio from Little Giant Boxing with Robert saying otherwise and saying, I'm going to put Lou on blast. He's my friend, but I'm going to tell him, man, he called me, yada, yada, you know. But yeah, man, that's what we're talking about. Most people are talking about this uh, Jerome Boots Ennis not being overrated or being overrated. Some are going as far as a hype job, you know, um, He's only 24, though, you know, so I, I don't Man, see... I wouldn't say that he's overrated, but I would say that if you look at his level of competition, I wouldn't say that he's been tested at the highest level yet. Mm -hmm. um, he gets a lot of praise. He gets a lot of shine. Um, I take nothing away from a boxer who gets to the level where they're getting um, eyes on them and people talking about him. But at the same time, I mean, you still got to look at the strength of his resume. I mean... Were you even really checking for him hardcore until he uh, knocked out Delorme? Right, that's who he knocked out, right? First round. Yeah, but I, you know, me particularly, you know, I, I, I seen. Let's see, we all seen the Abergu fight. Hopefully, that was Showbox. We and then the Dimitri Salida fighter, which is I above. You know, so I actually know Raymond Serrano. 
Uh, I did not watch that fight, though. I did watch the Mike Arnudis fight, but that's about it. So I go back a little bit further than most people. Most people probably got hip to him when he made it to television on Showtime and Showbox, which was I above the Dimitri Salida fight and Abregu, the dude that got out of jail with the bracelet, cut it off to fight him. Um, but again, I mean, because I was local in the tri-state area, I caught the the, the Serrano fight. I mean, the Marco Anudis fight. I mean, so at the end of the day, it's just I think it's just resume. I mean, I, I don't think that anyone's denying the fact that they think this kid's got skills. Like I told you when I was in Philadelphia, you know, there's a lot of dudes in there talking about the guys feared in the gyms, you know, people, you know, they ain't sticking their necks out there to uh, really spar with them or do none of that. So um, you just got to show it at a certain level um, as you level up in boxing. And like you said, he's 24 years old. I mean, I don't know why these guys are trying to hurry up and be the first to do it when they can uh, level up and uh, get there the right way and, and hopefully be successful throughout their whole career. I mean, they only have so long and can only collect so much money before their time's up. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I who was that that just called in? Uh, man, I can't remember. Someone just called in and, and felt like, oh, that was Joseph. Big Supermax said that Boots beats all the champions right now, Ugas, Spence, and Crawford. Uh, let me get your thoughts on that. Um, I don't know. As, as much as I'd like to say, I, I just got to see Spence. I've not seen anyone really hurt Spence. Um, um, we've seen him slow down a little bit in the in the, uh, Danny fight. Um, but we got we to gotta see what he looks like against Ugas, I mean, to be really honest. Um, Boots looks good. I'm not saying he doesn't. I just, I haven't personally watched him enough, so I'm not going to give an un uneducated opinion to say I've seen him enough to say that he'll beat all those champions. I mean, kind of what you guys were talking about, like, let let a porter come out. If he was still around, I mean, he seems to be the dude nah, that goes against I, I the champions. Want, I don't even want Porter. Like, at this point, the way that he went out, you know, we couldn't trust Ken not to throw the towel in again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, do, did, did Boots show us everything? Or, you know, did we get another mercy stoppage? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, it's like Boots is good. I mean, I see that. I now I think a Crawford, a Ugas, you know, I mean, these dudes are older. They've been in the game longer. Um, they earn their positions to where they're at. Um, we'd have to see. I, I'm I'm not gonna bet against Crawford or um, Spence at this point against Boots because I haven't watched them enough. And I don't know what state uh, Spence is going to be in. We're going to find that out um, mm. after everything that's happened with the detached retina. Um, I'm not really going to question Bud. Bud's, you know, every time he steps to a level, he's shown that he's he's stopping people. So, I mean, there's not much to say there. But I don't think he beats those two, in my opinion, right now. Um, the only one in question maybe may an Ugas. What about but Keith Thurman? You watch Saturday's fight? Um, I I I watched the replay. I I watched the DAZN card 
instead. I mean, I just, you know how we talk about paying for pay-per-views to me that aren't pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to spend the money. Like, I thought about it. I was right there. I almost spent it, watched most of the, the zone and then whatever. But I just, I couldn't pay $75 to watch him fight Barrios. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I get like, it. I get it. That's, well, that's what you have to do. You got to let them know when it's a no. And the only way to do that is by... Not paying. I mean, hey, I think Excuse a Keith me. a Keith Ennis fight would be good. I mean, if Keith's trying to go back at the top, I mean, that's a win over Ennis if he can get it. I think would position him um, back into a good contention to where they can't ignore him. Because if he takes care of the up-and-coming young work, uh, why wouldn't a, a Bud or a... EJ eventually give him that shot. Yeah, I think the question comes down: Do we? Think I, I it, think Keith, Keith, Keith. I mean, Keith put out an article, and I'm going to go to callers after this. Keith put out an article on boxing scene saying that if Barrios would have stepped on him and punched him in the stomach again, he'd have went down. So that means that you know Ennis stops him. If Ennis hurts him to the body the way that he's been hurt to the body in the past, Ennis is a combination puncher, especially to the body. He'll take one to 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 to, to, to hit you to the body. He might end up stopping Thurman, but that's a great way for Thurman to show the world that he's back, you know? Um, if he can outbox a, 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 a Ennis, you know, uh, it would make him a serious threat. I don't think that at this age, he's looking to fight Ennis to get a shot. That's why he's talking to WBC medallion and pointing it in the camera because he's trying to take the political route at a shot. Uh, not, you know... Not that doggy dog way. But let me get out to these callers. We're going to keep these lines moving. Looking like we got 2022's Intro of the Year nominated by I. I'm healthy, strong, and about to knock Earl Spence out in Jesus' name. I'm bringing the whole church. SDS promotion. You win some, you lose some. But you live, you live like another day. I got the whole uh, Christian congregation behind me. Theboxingvoice.com. And Jesus' name. And we all know God only made one thing perfect. And that's my boxing ring. So, no Davidian? No Davidian? Davidian? Buffalo Falls. Yo, what's good, Ness? You busy? You, you at work? It's all good. Now I'm at the gym, actually. Oh, shit. All right, then. Do your thing. Uh, Big Fish Vega, are you available? Every time I go to Big Fish, we lose them. I got Potato Chip with a super chat uh, who says, Ugas was gifted a win against DeLorme, in my opinion. Don't think he's credible. Don't think he is a credible champion. Um, I don't remember that. I would have to go back and watch that. But damn, who wants to go back and watch Ugas Delorme? I don't know. I don't know. Could we rather watch Ugas Boots? That was one round. <laughs> but uh, let me double check on the big fish. If anyone uh, isn't looking to talk, let me know so that we can keep it moving. Oh, he is available. All right. Well, let's do it. 
let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm -hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worthway Division. WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world. At the end of the day, I'm a way better fighting Terrence Proper. TheBoxingBoys.com. Being Terrence Proper on this side of the street. We cleaning our side of the street, then we coming at the Crawford. 640 or 730, wherever we get one. Say something else! Say something else! Big Fish Vega. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement, it's a lifestyle. SDS promotion. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Uh, you know, big ups to Big Fish Mafia, Davidian, JT, JP. Shout out to SDS Promotions. Uh, and in regards to Boots being called overrated, uh, I mean, I was listening to the Sound Porter podcast. And he was more talking about how, like, you know, we rated so high, but, I mean, you got to do like Sean Porter, who, who fought the who's who's and showed it in the ring. And that's one thing I feel that we're waiting with Ennis. You know, the little man win first round, you know, I mean, it was quite impressive. But we're going to see him with a, you know, top five, someone someone in that conversation before we go ahead, put him right below champions. Uh, man, this Cambosis Garcia talk makes me want to hurl. It's disgusting. Uh, Ryan Garcia does not deserve that, in my opinion. Um, I think it's more of a – it's really them just trying to push the zone in Haney to try to make this work. Cambosa is looking for, you know, certain number, I'm assuming, and he probably feels the zone can't afford it, and they're just, you know, they're probably trying to make me – make him sign some type of deal with them, or I'm sure there's a lot of things that go with it, but uh, I feel he really wants the Haney fight to get that uh, – Truly undisputed title, um, man. And uh, I guess that's all I got. Man, so, so we can hit the lame ass intro. I'm out. All right, all right. Uh, we going to Cincinnati. I got a bunch of callers on Blog Talk. Remember, if you feel like I haven't gone to you, it's because you haven't pressed one. You got to hit that numero uno so that I know you want to talk. Hello. Anybody that know me, you know I've been a player, whether it was in Alabama, Ohio, or anywhere around the globe. TheBoxingBoys.com. I've been smashing Telly Swifts, man. I didn't have to become a millionaire to get that caliber of woman. Oh, yeah. One of the people's choices, one of the fan favorites, a guy that can galvanize this crowd such as myself. He's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. The AJ of trucking. Yep, Brandon in Cincinnati. SDS promotion. Yo, Ness, what's going on, my man? What up? Damn. Let me uh, shout out my boy Johnny Rice first and foremost. That's my brother. Um, I agree with what like Supermax and Alex saying. When you put it in context, Sean probably didn't say the skills are overrated. He's saying his ranking in boxing right now is overrated. Because y'all going off the eye test. And I've had I mean, top people go off the eye test every day, B. Well let, let me call you let me tell you why you're a hypocrite though, Jack. I've had boots. I've had boots top five for the past year or so. And I've said he was better than Porter, Danny, and Keith. And I've said those guys weren't that good. They were just products of good promotion at a time when PPC was thriving. 
But you motherfuckers are hypocrites because of the fact that y'all willing to put boots on this pedestal off the eye test. But Bud Crawford, who had accomplished so much, resume was longer than my dick, y'all had to see him beat Sean Porter to give him his props. So we need to stop picking and choosing when we want to use the eye test. That's why you motherfuckers is hypocrites. But do I think he's overrated? No, I don't think he's overrated because I've been saying he's top five for the past year. And as far as uh, Cambrosis and Ryan, I mean, Ryan's a pretty a pretty girl, man. The pretty girls always get more privileged. I mean, what he he's a good-looking kid. He can sell. So what? don't be surprised when he gets shit that other cats can't get. That's my call. Uh, Shout-out to Johnny Rice again. That's my brother. Have a good one, Ness. All right, all right, all right. James Payne is my name, partner, how about you? Standing on my property and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. TBV, how the audio sound? Straight. Sound good, James. Straight. Nine AR AR was popping in Wisconsin. My God, Ness, man, man, Ness Heyman was popping in Florida on his way to Vegas to bust it wide open. It's me, it's me, it's James P A Y N E. It's lethal in the building in the best part of waking up. Y'all know the slogan from the eighties. TBV in my mm-mm cup and shout out to the TBV alumni that made that slogan world famous. Let's get into the call. Sean Porter says that Boots may be a little overrated this morning. Man, I got a side with the three-time welterweight champion contender and the two-time welterweight champion on this one, man. He said you got to earn your stripes in the ring. Now, truth be told, Boots can only fight the guys that they put in front of him. So he's fighting the competition that they're giving to him. And he beating their ass like he should. And there's nothing wrong with it. I, you know what I'm saying? He's putting on impressive displays inside of the square circle. But we got to step up the competition level. We need somebody that has the name and the acclaim to take that high-risk, low-reward fight against Boots so Boots can put their ass on blast, too. I don't think that Sean Porter want to get in there and show this young guy what's really popping. I don't think he going to do that. You know, they ain't got enough money to get him out of bed and get him out his silk PJs to come back down and, you know, see what's popping with Boots. But he can offer his critiques. I mean, Sean should spice it up. He's at a level right now where he could offer critiques and be critical of these guys that still active and making it happen. He's retired, so he can talk his shit. And he deserves to do so. So with that being said, Boots, let's see what you got, boss. I don't think you're going to be contending for a welterweight championship in the next two years, but I'm wishing the best for you. I hope to see you do big things. I'm more interested to see the big fish return to the big pond and show that he can big swim still. But I'm still on upset watch because I'm terrified. Ugas is looking phenomenal. He's looking like he's going to upset the world. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that I'm wrong and that big fish is big swimming, looking for bigger prey. So, shout out to TBV, the illest, trillest, dopest boxing podcast in the galaxy. Third rock from the sun, if y'all know where you at astrologically. This is James P-A-Y-N-E, and I'm checking out, Jim. Holla. 
All right, James, thanks for calling in. I got Brandon Lenz with a super chat that says, AJ, you're trucking. Stay horny. Stay humble. Yeah, I mean, I guess that he wants that to be your tagline since AJ say... Uh, stay hungry. Stay, stay humble. humble. Yeah, you know. I, I almost forgot what AJ says. <laughs> Fred Robinson. He ain't said it in a minute, man. Fred Robinson. Why are people talking about how much Ryan sells when his highest purse is like 250K? Well, actually, he said 200, but I'm automatically saying 250 because I remember it being 250. Uh, let's see. Looks like we got Majid in Ohio. What up? No Majid, no Majid. Bueller, Bueller. Hawk in Maryland. What's good? Yo, what up, Ness? How y'all doing this morning? Adrian. How's it going, Hawk? <laughs> good, good. Shit. Ah, I tried to catch out while I was sitting still. Now I'm on the go here. But uh, as far as what Sean Porter was saying, <clears throat> I think it's a difference from what he's saying to what it means as far as pertaining to boots. Now, you talk about Nico Ali Walsh, Ali's uh, grandson that they boost up. When he fight, that's a fighter that's overrated. When, they, when he fight, he don't do nothing like you expect coming from uh, Ali's other than his white hand. But, you know, that, that, that's like an underperformance for what, for what the hype be when, when he's about to fight. Now, with Boots, Boots performs above, above board. So I just think... Um, when you start talking, when everybody starts talking about Keith Thurman going to get knocked out by Boots, uh, Earl Spence, uh, Terrence Crawford, that's everybody messing with Sean Porter's era of fighters. So if they look bad to word of mouth, he's got to speak up. That's just like somebody talking bad about your group of guys, you know, that you came up with. So I just think he's like, he used the wrong word. I, when you use hype, hype is a... Uh, uh, um, over overrated is different, or maybe overhyped, you know, to to protect his his group of guys coming up. That's the only way I can really see, because I don't believe Sean Porter for half a second got in his mind that he would come back and fight a boots. That's not gonna happen, and he ain't even thinking about it like that. I just think he kind of speaking up for his group of guys because boots don't have a a good name on his record as far as uh, uh, one of the ex champions or anything. But you can't deny the uh, skills of boots. So only thing I can say is he might have meant men in a different way in a hype sort of fashion, but I don't see because Boostin showed up every time out there. But uh, uh, Keith Thurman, um, from the fight, the fight I saw, Keith Thurman's body looked like it belonged on another, like another head should have been on it, because he, it, Keith Thurman looked really old to me. He really looked old to me. He didn't look like the same Keith, especially in the face. He must have been living a hard life, because his head, his face looked... He just looked at a lot older than than in his last fight. He looked like he grew. He looked like he aged way more than three years in that fight from his last fight. So he did what he did, and uh, I wasn't impressed with the performance. I thought he should have been able to take that guy out, and he seemed like he was being cautious, like he didn't want to get caught with nothing, opposed to just going in like he used to do with his shots. So, you know, I really wasn't impressed with Keith in that fight. If he fights Terrence Crawford or Earl and them right now, I just don't see him, him him going to 12 unless he just run around like that, like he do. Other than that, he can't mess with those guys. But that's my call. Uh, 
That's right. my call, Nets. All right, Hawk. Thank you for calling in. We going to CYP. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Listen, everybody knew that Aaron Rodgers was better than was better than Brett Favre. Okay, we knew that, but he still had to wait his turn. And Brett Favre was jealous. Stayed a couple more years when he shouldn't have. But we all knew that Aaron Rodgers was better than him. It it, it was a matter of time. What I think is is that Ugas versus Porter was so close. People still thought Ugas won. People thought Porter won. I scored it for Porter, but it definitely was close. So putting Boots above Ugas after beating Pack is literally saying Boots is also better than Porter. That's why Porter got offended. He got offended because, like, oh, hold on, hold on. He's a world champion. Shut up, fool. And and, 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 and I mean that. I, I usually respect Sean. But I'm getting tired of these four belt dudes talking about world champion. No, dude, you're a belt holder. There's usually one dude, the rest of y'all are belt holders. I'm sick and tired of a dude who win one belt talking about he's the world champion. Man, there, there's not four gold medals. We're like, boxing is the only place where you can get a bronze, a silver, or a copper and talk about you, Usain Bolt. No, you're not. We all know that Sean is, Sean is on some seniority shit. He wants respect as a senior and, stay, and, and, and not give respect to the young guns. I can tell you right now, if you ain't going to jump in there and fight Boots and whoop Boots ass, quit talking. Because you don't want no smoke with Boots. None of y'all want no smoke with Boots. In my opinion, the only person that can beat Boots right now, what's the way, right now, this year, is Bud Crawford. And then next year, it may be nobody who could beat Bud. I mean, who could beat Boots at welterweight. That's my opinion. And I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to roll with Bud in every single fight like like I should have did with Mayweather back at fight number 10 so I could have been rich. I'm going to get rich off Boots because ain't none of y'all beating him and none of y'all want to fight him. So who cares if he's overrated, underrated, unless you're going to do something about it. You're not. That's like trying to call young Mike Tyson overrated. Are you going to get your ass in there, Pinkston? Get your ass in there, Pinkston? I didn't think so. So don't, don't call a man nothing unless you're willing to get up in there and prove they overrated, underrated, whatever rated. You ain't going to do nothing about it. So sit back and just be like, well, agree to disagree. CYP out. We got Fred Robinson back with Super Chat number three. Shout out to you. Thank you for the support. And let me see here. He says... Keith Thurman had them 10-ounce gloves on. 8-ounce would have got Mario hurt. I mean, um, I guess, man. But I, I I, I just expected more, man. I don't know. I mean, Mario did look fucked up, though. Yeah, but, you know, Tank, Tank fucked him up, though. Yeah, hey, hey. Looking Tank dropped and him, being but... is different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Omar, what up? So what's going on, Ness? What's up, what's up? Yeah, so listen, uh, in terms of uh, Sean, Sean Porter's comments, man, what I think happened was I think word is getting to Sean, you know, similar to what people are saying here, which is that um, Boots beats both Crawford and uh, and Spence. So I think he's probably thinking this this 24-year-old, right, who ain't been tested, mm-hmm. you know, is going up. People believe that he can beat Spence and Crawford based on what exactly? And, you know, that's got to buy at his ego when he hears stuff like that, you know, especially considering that really Boots ain't done enough for anyone to legit think that he, he's he got, you know, he can beat any of them. He's got to do more for me. I mean, it's similar to me when, um, when AJ was coming up, right? Because I'm an AJ fan. 
But when AJ was coming up, there was like, and he was what, 14, 15, and oh, there was people taught, telling me, and these were like, these were friends of mine, but they were casuals, and they were saying, oh, AJ would beat Tyson, he'd beat Lennox, he'd beat all this. And, you know, bearing in mind at the time, I thought AJ was, you know, the next big thing, but I came out of that thinking, gosh, AJ is overrated when it comes to certain people. So I think Sean's probably, you know, he heard enough of it and just thought, you know, I've had enough. This guy, this guy's overrated with people saying what the things he can do, but especially when, you know, there's, there's no real bait, there's no real, there's no real fight to base that off. And I think his problem is going to be with Boots is these top-level welterweight contenders, they're not going to fight him because they're going to look at it like, what's what's really in it for me? I mean, the money ain't going to be what they want it to be. They're probably looking up at the champions. And, you know, I think it was James Payne that came on and said he's going to get a fight. He's probably going to fight for a title in two years. And I think the sad thing is, in two years' time, I don't think it will be Crawford or Spence on the other side of the ring when he's fighting for the belt. Yeah, nah, it'd probably be yeah. a vacant title. Yeah, that's it, that's probably it. So it's a shame it. because, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love for him to have a chance to show us, you know, where he is in terms of, you know, is, is he overrated, is he underrated? But, you know, unless, in, until he becomes a world champion, I don't think we're going to we're gonna truly know where he is. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Omar, thank you for calling in. Uh, Paco, are you just listening uh, like normal? Paco, Paco, Paco. All right. So, looks like we got Esteban in Oregon with love. Good morning, Ness. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, brother. I'm just calling in to share my energy with everybody out there. Uh, last caller. Sound like he was from England. That's cool. I'm all the way in Oregon. Pacific Coast. Right now, I'm going for a little jog, a little run, a little shadow boxing. Okay. I just want to give my image. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take too long, Ness. I know you got the minute. And uh, yeah, I just like when everybody call in, so I can, you know, know who's out there. And we got Border Words coming up May seventh. And I would like more people to participate. Uh, my weight is one seventy eight. No, one sixty eight. But you know, Ness, uh, can you find me a fight? Yeah. Yeah, I want to be in that May 7th because I, I'm black and Mexican. I never fought on, you know, Mexican Independence Day or weekend. So that's a dream of mine, Nestor. Let's do it. All right. All and right. Uh, peace. Peace to y'all. And thank you, Nestor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. Uh, let me see here. That looks like everybody. Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Got a bunch of callers on, on Blog Talk, but they have not pressed one. But uh, Adrian, man, uh, how'd the finals go, man? Nationals, well, we made, nationals. We made it to the semifinals, man. We, we lost, um, but that was Kevin's third or fourth fight. The kid he fought was from California and he had like fifty about fifty amateur fights already. Oof. So but how he can't you know how do they match a dude with over fifty fights with a dude with three fights? That's crazy. But listen, man, that's because we earned the right to get there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Once you hit nationals, sense, that shit bro. that shit don't matter. You know, you it's you still, made it there. You put up or sense. shut up. Still don't make sense. Still don't make but uh sense. he came he came back and did a little something in the third round. He came from adversity. So I had to give it to him because a lot of kid, a lot of kids would have quit after a, a rough first round or two like that. 
Um, and he came back and, and learned from it. And it's like, we're going back to the drawing board. So all those little things I've been telling him he shouldn't do just because he's athletic, he learned why he shouldn't do them, you know? Mm. So now he's not mad. He's like, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and get better. So, you know, that's the attitude I want. But it, but it was a good experience, you know? Uh, I said hi to Kelvin Ford for you, Ness. He said to say what's up. Um, you know, a lot of big hitters. I seen JT down there, you know, with his son. Um, I missed uh, missed his semifinal match. I started driving back to Wisconsin. Uh, I wanted to get back to my family sooner than later. Um, but, yeah, man, shout out to him, man. He out there killing it. Um, but, yeah, man, we got more tournaments and stuff coming up. Plus, I mean, like uh, Esteban said, Border Wars, May 7th, man, Jump on in. It's going to be a really great event. Um, it's not in Watertown now, you guys. It's in a much better area with stuff to do, um, especially in May. Uh, Ness has been out there. He'll tell you, man, Okachi on the lake is nice. Um, it's going to be a really, really good event. I promise you guys. So make sure you come out, start posting some footage. Let's get these Border Wars shows going and uh, get this back on track and on fire. I mean, it's Cinco de Mayo weekend. I'm sure we're going to have a good fight to watch afterwards. So, yeah, what's, what's making an event? All right. Well, uh, that is about everybody, but I think Big Nick just jumped in, right? Big Nick. Nope. He was there, but he's gone. Oh, that's Lids Low. What's up, champ? How are you in Decatur? Georgia. Get your ass in the ring. Ain't swing, no wrong button. Boxing mother like this. Boxingwords.com. Hey, com. daddy. Boxing figure man's game. This is dollar beat. Skill. Up here. You got to get out and think of motherfucker. That's why I like boxingwords.com. TBV was happening, man. What up? <laughs> Everything kosher, man. Down here in Tuscaloosa running around screaming. Go, dog. I know y'all know nothing about that list. <laughs> but I just like to fuck with people. Uh, let's go ahead and spit it. Uh, I got an inside track, right? Sean Porter will not be fighting again. So everybody who thinking they they want him back in the ring and all that, that shit is close. And that's how I talk to you, you know, solo about that. But um, what else are we talking about? Oh, your boots. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with boots, man. He passed the eye test with me. He is good. We can't say the man ain't good. Yeah, his resume, resume. Y'all said the same thing about boots. But look at the great guy he is. So, hey, shout out to Boots. Keep doing you. If you want that bullet fight, yes, you know what you got to do. Shit, come holler at us. Let's get it cracking. But shout out to everybody, man. Y'all stay up, stay positive. Shout out to uh, who just called in? My guy from Oregon. Esteban. 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 Him, get Esteban to fight, man. That guy want to fight. And anybody else want to fight? Man, y'all get your ass in the ring and swing. You know how it go, man. Boy, the war 14. Shout out to Aver. Shout out to Liz Lowe. Yo, first of all, let me say, I don't play Showtime to see you all day and not even put in a goddamn motherfucking effort. If I want to see two motherfuckers just fight, I think I'm going to fight with somebody in the street. Don't need that shit. You don't love that sport, my dude? Just move along. Gone. Fuck you. Next, what a great show. Thumbs up, donate. Hey, yo, what's happening, people? Adrian! <laughs> what Adrian! Up, what up? <laughs> yo, Adrian, what the fuck going on with Porter? I hate him, bro. 
Man, I don't know, man. I think like I think like some of the other people, man. He's the old guard, bro. He's you know he he don't want to hear about uh this dude gonna beat the guys that he fought and you know either won or came up short. You know that he well he came up short against them. I don't think he wants to hear none of that. Listen, Porter got to stick to his commentary on his YouTube channel and chill, bro. He got to relax. His time, his time passed. I love you, mommy. His time passed. He got to, you know what I'm saying? Realize that. He already did what he did in the sport. Anyways, Uga's got fuck, fucking robbed. Uga's fucking beaten. Clear as day. I don't know what the fuck anybody's talking about. And uh, if, if we, uh, Boots fight him, he will beat him too, even if they were on his prime. Even if Sean would have been on his prime. So, fuck Sean. Anyways, he never even came to fucking TBB. I think he came once on TBB for 20 minutes, nigga, like in 10 years. So what the fuck we giving love to Sean? Fuck Sean. We're sticking to the new. Shout out to Booth. That's the man. I'm backing him up all the day. He passed the eye test. Everybody support the channel. Donate. Because the voice of the people and got no equal. As long people keep calling here, baby, this is number one. Gotta be out. I'm out. All right, Georgie, Boston, thank you for calling in. We're going to East Coast. I'm about to say East Coast. This is Midwest, Chicago. Where's Chicago at? What's that considered? Windy City, I know that. My town up in hey, Daddy, this is a dollar beat. I drink soda, I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. You fight still can't beat me. They fight every day, they gain the gym every day. Just give me six weeks, and I got it. Oh, good morning. You hear me now? Yes, sir. What's going good morning, on, brother? Steve. Hey, Adrian. How you doing? doing yeah, well. to me, this is a this is a good example. This is an example of taking words out of context. You know, reporters and people on YouTube they got a they got a way a habit of of taking doing that. You know, you've done it yourself. Yes, but what it what he said, if you listen to the whole conversation. He said that, but then after he said it, he said, because he's never fought like a title holder. You know? So you have to take the whole thing into context. So I don't think he was hating. I think he was just comparing it to, hey, you, you've never even challenged for a title. Uh, so, you know, let's slow everything down, you know. But I'll be honest with you, the call of the day for me was uh, CYP when he said, you know, a lot of these guys are just belt holders and not real champions. You know, when you got four belts, five belts, you know, it's it's watered down. We don't know really who the true top guy is unless they fight each other. You know, that was a, a excellent comment by him because uh, I look at it that way myself. So, yeah, until guys fight, you know, until these guys start fighting each other, you know, we don't really know who the best is. So... All right, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's going to be difficult to get another Sean Porter, and people want these guys to quote-unquote fight each other, but Sean was the only one that fought everybody, you know. And, and, and yeah, you know, maybe people will say, yeah, because he lost, but he was at least trying to fight everybody, you know, uh, to see who he can beat. 
uh, everyone needs to do the same. They need to try and fight everybody to see who they can be and who they cannot be. You know what I mean? But it, it's become way more of a business than anything else, man. It, it just is what it is at this point. Um, money first, man. <laughs> money first is what, what is uh, being considered these days. Sean Porter is like the end of an era fighter too. Like that dude did fight everybody, mm-hmm. um, and he and he made it ugly for him too. It was always a, it was always a good fight. Like I don't think I ever watched a Sean Porter fight that wasn't like exciting at least, because um, we got plenty of other guys who are great who put some fights on that, you know, weren't so great, you know, actually not on paper. Mm-hmm. I got Big Fish Vega that says Border Wars 14 in Wisconsin on May 7th introducing to the world to the Big Fish Vega. Gonna put on a show against a chubby weight. Shout out to Adrian. Who who you got for him? What are you talking about? What chubby weight? Because you the guy I got ain't no chubby weight. Nah, hey, I don't know. Uh, I have no clue. I don't know, maybe that's that's a Ness Hame, that's a Ness Heyman deal right there, brother. That <laughs> that ain't one of mine. Not hey yo, uh your man, your man Ian, Ian, the cruiserweight. Ian Gade Ian Gadare. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Tracksuit. Mr. Yeah. Mr. McGregor. <laughs> he reached out and I sent him Anthony Forbes in uh fight. He ain't never come back. I holler at him, man. I, I I get at him out here. See what up, man? He got me working in the background, ducking and shit. Uh, <laughs> who's this? Uh oh, we got another one. Let me see here. Nah, what's his name's looking for a fight too? Uh, Oscar Williams, man, he's having trouble, man. He's trying, he's trying to lock somebody in. Yeah, man. I mean, the original opponent uh, is no longer fighting, so. Who is this? Looks like a new caller in Long Island. Who's this in Long Island? <laughs> Yeah, man. The original Hello? Yes. Uh, Who's this? Yeah, this is Mick. Mick in Long Island? Yeah. What's up, brother? Yeah, what's going on? I, I wanted to... Um, I, I think that, that Boost, Boost isn't overrated. He need, he, he need his shot just like uh, a fucking... What's his name? needed his shot in Thurman and he was running around saying Thurman Justin. Earl, you mean? Yeah, yeah what's going on? I'll, just like when Spence was saying Thurman would give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. I think he to get to uh, give him a shot back. But I would, I would like to um Crawford to get to get because I feel like that's the one thing that he's missing aside from Spence is a legacy fight. You know, anybody else he fight, it's kind of like he's he's washing down all the the names that's left standing, but they they all out of their prime. You got a radio playing in the background or something? Yeah. yeah. Let me turn it down. Yeah, yeah, that shit killing us. Muente right now. All right, better? Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to um, ask too is do you think that Tank would have uh, stopped Mario's at, one, at at that weight at 147 with the 10 ounce gloves? 
because he was saying Barrios was claiming in the um in the, in, the, in the conferences that he was he was killing himself to make 140. So he could have been a little bit stronger, a little bit more durable at, at 47 with the 10 out 12. I mean, Barrios started his career at 122, man. He need to just decide yeah, where, no, where he, he going to be at. Yeah, that is true. So it, so if if I uh, if take what's to to uh, find his way with today's Thurman, who you, who you going who you got on that? How, how does that play out? I don't know, man. I, you know, you seen who did better with who. That's all I can tell you, man. I don't know. That'd be a good fight. That's a pay-per-view worthy fight. I pay for it. But listen, I got to let you go. I got a super chat here from Potato Chip. He says, I was impressed with Keith's performance. I was impressed with Keith's performance. I had Barrios looking like Gonzo from the Muppets after the fight. <laughs> he, he did Maybe look that. like he looks messed up, bro. He yeah. looks real messed up. Yo, what he say the Reds are, man? He said, made that boy cry in the post-fight interview. One time. Oh, man, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh-oh, we got D-Nice that says, what's good, fellas? Shocking no line six today. That's right, right? Shocking line six read didn't call in, man. I know uh, you do a whole show basically on boots. I know, nothing. man. Where you at, <laughs> man? Uh, but we do have pound for pound in the building. Stainless, what's up, brother? Are you available or are you just tuning in? Red belt, black belt, W-O and green. I'm king. Undisputed goat, T-B-E. And you can catch the news first on TBV. Voice of the people, people, now let me speak. Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G. Yo, Yo TBV, what's good? What up, what up, you what up? Yes, sir. Yo, it's been a minute, man. You, uh, let me ask. I'm, I, I get confused. You... You were like going back and forth from Vegas to Florida. You getting ready to make the move? Uh, I mean, you know, nothing's official yet, man. But 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 I should be making the move if everything works out. So the so the studio kind of Vegas is Vegas based, then I'm assuming. Yeah, it's definitely Vegas based. So we need to go and make that TBV Vegas party. Appreciation thing, man. That's 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 gonna be my first statement. Soon enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, onto this. It's the boots conversation. Is boots overrated? From according to what Sean Porter said, that's what we talking about. Yeah. I don't think he overrated, man. I I think he. We haven't seen him in there with with the competition to rate him on whether or not he's elite. I mean, I. I think he's past prospect status. I think he's more into contender status as far as rating goes. I think he's a highly touted contender. So no, I don't I don't think he's overrated. Hmm. You know, I, I just think he needs to be in there with that level of competition. Uh we 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 got a bad habit of that, you know, because we we want to see him in there with this person, but we not. And you know, we'll well, with those of us who haven't been in border wars, we start calling them tomato cans and all of that. But they still fighters, and they still know what they're doing. So, yeah. do I consider him elite? I can't say that yet because I ain't seen him in there with elite competition. So, right now, based on what what I've seen, I just rate him highly. I don't think he's overrated, though. but he do need that, that competition. 
But I got to get to work, man. I just walked in the door. This is my short day. I'm Bruh, excited. James, James, <laughs> James drove me past your job the other day and shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I can't. Man, you should have stopped through, man. Bruh, you you know, I stopped doubt through. you was there. We was up early, man. I doubt you was there. He just if, showed me. Hey, if it, was, if it was Monday, bro, I told you I worked them hours. I was here from 7 in the morning to 10 at night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, be here, bro. Probably was there, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and as I tell all my TBB people, stop through here is on me. So mm. next time I stop through, man. Yeah, <laughs> and to all sure. my TBB people. As long as I'm being uh charitable though, uh don't forget, because I haven't been able to mention it since you've been back and since you with your studio and everything. If you listening, uh go to uh go to that GoFundMe link. Uh you know what I'm saying? Help help us to sponsor JT with his sons with these boxing tournaments. I think, like I say, they TBV as far as I'm concerned. So we need to be looking out for our TBV fighters while we grooming them young. And and everybody, like Info say, have a blessed, no stress day. I'm I'm fresh up, man. I probably got only one blunt in me, and I'm I'm fresh walking the door to work, just getting ready to clock in. So I'm gonna get to it. So as I always, say please make sure you push that thumbs up. Share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, it's because you're stupid. Peace. Peace. Uh, Rick San Antonio, what up? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, so I saw the topic uh Boots being overrated. Uh, I don't know the context of how that happened on the Sean Porter podcast because I didn't hear it. Um, but I will say, in my opinion, he's not overrated. Um, he needs time to get out there, um, you know, start swimming in deeper waters, and then we'll see how he performs once he's in those deep waters. I don't see him sinking, so I, I see he's going to swim pretty far. That's my opinion um, on Boots. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for the guy to see what he's going to do. Um, and when it comes to Cambosos and the Ryan Garcia rumors that's been going on. Um, obviously, I would like to hear things from the horse's mouth, but if it is, if DeBella is over Ryan Garcia's next opponent, <clears throat> that means they're building that rapport, that relationship. So they're working towards that Cambosos and, and uh, Ryan Garcia fight. That means Cambosos probably going to fight you know, uh, whatever mandatory in Australia, like he wants, because I know he wants to defend his titles there, which is cool, you know. But if that fight's going to happen, it's probably going to be later in the year, which I understand. So I would want to see Lomachenko and Devin Haney next if if uh, they don't get Cambosos. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Devin Haney and who? Uh, Lomachenko. Yeah, I mean, I guess. They, uh, Bill said he would do that in the studio. Yeah, that's a fight I would love to see. I think that's a good matchup. And I think it puts them both in position for the Ryan Garcia-Cambosos winner, should that fight happen, which it looks like based on what is floating around. I mean, it it, it, it just sucks that but, Devin would have to fight a non-titleist rather than undisputing when that's the natural order of things. I mean... I mean, Castaño fought Laura. That's all. Yeah. Laura's just as yeah, old man. as so, Lenares, man. But listen, let me let you go, champ. Rick San Antonio, thank you for calling in. But it, it's crazy the double standards, man. Like, 
One guy got to jump through hoops and, uh, and fire, you know. But that is all the callers and I believe all the Super Chats. I'm refreshing. That's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can they find you, Adrian? You can find me at Blackman Jones on Instagram. Uh, just my good old government LV on Facebook, Slugger. Adrian Rowan. I'm sorry. We're going to do that one more time. LV Slugger there. What up, champ? Apologies. They be slipping on that back card. You got to you gotta have all eyes on it, man. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. I got you, player. That's why I'm not behind the boards and control, brother. Where is LV? Only time y'all see me in raids is when I turn into the bronze mama. I want a body. I want a body, and he going to be the body. Amnesty better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to SDS promotion. I'll be right. LV Slugger. TVV, fellas, fellas, what up? What up? What's going on? Yeah, what up? What up? Uh, yeah, on the on the Porter thing, man. Like, uh. You know, I believe when I when I heard it, you know what I'm saying, I think he was talking kind of crazy. But when you actually, you know, look at the video, you know, he explained what he meant. You know, I can kind of feel what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's overrated. I think he should have used over a lot of, like a lot of the color saying hype, you know, over hype. You know what I'm saying? We definitely see the talent, but, you know, you got to think from where Porter comes from. You know, we all know Porter for being a man that fought all the top welterweights of his era. You know, we still waiting for all the other top welterweights to mix it up, but he's literally been in there with everybody and, you know, gave them all a tough fight. So, you know, when when you see got this kid who coming up and ain't really, you know, been in there with those top names and they saying he can beat these guys, you know, without really just displaying it. You know, we like I said, we see the talent, but he hasn't really just proven it with none of these big names. So, you know, I could kind of see where he's coming from. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's overrated. I think it's just more hype, more overhype. But I do believe he will be, you know, have a time where he's going to be, you know, the top welterweight in the division one day. But it might not be against a Bud or Arrow. You know, I, I, I hope so. But, I, you know, eventually them guys probably will move up. But, you know, he'll definitely have a crop of welterweights that he can, you know, eventually get in there with. You know, the Virgil fight, I feel like it'll be a unification. Conor Benn might win a belt one day. And, you know, Josh Taylor eventually will move up. And he got that amateur rival and Gary Antoine Russell, you know, eventually will come. So I, I think he'll have a nice crop of welterweights to the way he can build his, you know, build his name at the welterweight division. But, you know, hopefully he do get them top names. I, I think he'll have to go the Mando route. You know, nobody's going to just give him a shot. So, you know, I I, I kind of see where, where Porter was coming from, though. I believe he just used the wrong word. But the, on the Combosos Ryan tip, man, I definitely rebuke, rebuke that one, man. Like, that's some bullshit right there. I hope Ryan don't get it, man. This man been inactive, ain't really did nothing, you know, hasn't done nothing. You know, I feel like a Cruz deserve a shot over a Ryan because Ryan ain't, ain't been out here done, doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? All this, he brings a lot to the table. I mean, he brings a fan base, but, you know, on paper, I believe Combosos done made more money than Ryan. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I rebuke that fight, man. I hope you don't get the fight. I feel like the one, it's one fight at 135 we need to see. And that's the Camposos, Devin. Finally get some closure to that undisputed. So, I mean, hopefully we get it. Man. Uh, you know, that's my call, man. All right. Now, that 
is everyone? <laughs> Man, I just want to say one thing on that Ryan Garcia thing. Like, I don't know why this. I I know why he gets chances, but like, man, I just feel like if Cambosos goes that route, he he's looking to keep them belts just a little bit longer, like before risking them. Because I I think Cambosos beats Ryan. Really? You know? Yeah, I do. Okay. So my thing is, like, I feel like Ryan, if he goes that route, does a Mando, um, and then tries to go for Ryan, I think that's just a route, an easier route to hold on to your belts. Because hmm. um, Devin Haney makes sense. Because then you clear, you clarify who's actually undisputed in the division. I mean, if you're not going to do that, I mean, going after Ryan, I mean, I feel like he's, he's going after him early. You know, I mean, Cambosos showed he's focused. He showed he can fight. Um, and what's Ryan shown us? I mean, he fought through one knockdown, you know, the first time and then had a mental breakdown and what? He hasn't fought since? Yep. Man, that's, I don't know. You just, you kind of like taking a damn, he's, he might be damaged. You're taking a damaged dude. You're going to hold on to that. If you beat Ryan, you get a lot of whatever for it. But I mean, at the end of the day, we really just want to see Haney. I got a super chat from James Benitez, more than number three. Let me go ahead and ring the alarm. Uh, he says, Devin not going to get the fight at 135. And shot, we all know it. What? Okay, we all know an ish load of peop of fighters who stopped Devin at 140. You better convince him to stay at 135. He crazy. He be hating on Devin. No thoughts? <laughs> all right. Yo, we out. Nest GTO, Instagram, and there goes James with another one. Adrian, keep thinking Ryan Light work. Uh -oh. It's not even that I think that he's light work. I just think who's he beat? Like, his, his resume is not, like, superstar. You know, I'm not saying he doesn't have skill, but, like, then again, here's another guy who's, what do we consider Ryan? Is he a, a top prospect at this point? This money fights in, or is he a top contender? Mm. What do you think, Ness? Is Ryan a top prospect or a top contender? Yeah. Which one? he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a he's a he's he's one of the top contenders is is true because he's not a champion and in terms of non-champions he's one of the most uh luxurious right because teal's considered a former world champion devin's considered a champion uh cambosos is a unified champion uh vasil lomachenko again former champion so I guess yeah, he's a he's a top contender. So he's so he's a top contender to a guy who beat the guy who had who had the belts who beat the guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like Tio beat Loma. Cambosos beat Tio. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So the way I look uh -huh. at it, like level of competition, Ryan just like I don't think would you say uh, Cambosos would be his hardest fight if he fought Cambosos. Do we think that uh, what's his name was a better fighter than Cambosis? Uh, what's the last dude he fought that uh, knocked him down? Who? Uh, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, I think Cambosis would be a tougher fight than Campbell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. It's his toughest fight. It's not that Ryan's light work. It's just that's a real step up fight for those belts. Like, I just don't think Cambosis is a slouch like that. I think you really have to be on your A game. And we got to see if Ryan's mentally there. He's got all the skills in the world, but something something's going on in his head, you know, if he has uh, certain issues. Uh, we got uh, James Benitez with another one. He says, Taylor, Lee, Love, Tank, Progress, stop Devin. I, I think you're so wrong. I would love those fights to happen. I think he's wrong. But he's back with another one. Do you feel comfortable putting in the ring with Gary Antoine? Ryan, Taylor, Love, no. Stop capping for Bill, Ness. You're crazy, bruh. Bruh, go watch Samuel Teal versus uh, Montana Love. Obviously, he's grown and gotten better, but, you know, there's a code for everyone, you know, uh, except Mayweather. <laughs> no one cracked that one. <laughs> The, the May Vinci code wasn't able to get cracked. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, there's blueprints out there. I don't know, man. I, I don't, this guy is going all in on Devin. That's crazy, man. This is why Devin needs the Cambosos fight, man. I, I would be so happy for him to get it. And it's just, it's the same thing like when Wilder, you know, this is the same thing Wilder went through, you know, the, the, the lack of belief. Um, and, and I just prefer them to get the fight so that we can move on because they stay stuck on whether or not they deserve it or not. But anyway, that is the last Super Chat and the last caller. Um, yeah, man, they just drag, sometimes they just drag that shit out to, to stretch more fights and to, and to get more money, and, and, it, and it fucks it up sometimes. Like, sometimes they try to do that, and then shit happens, and, and it gets complicated again. I mean, look at the heavyweight division. For real, bro. But... <laughs> Dropping that bomb for James Benitez for uh, shaking it up, adding some spice to the show. We appreciate you. Um, looks like that's everybody. So, Ness GTO for the last time. We up out of here to the next one. Peace. Black Man Jones on Instagram. Adrian Rowan on Facebook. Y'all have a good one. Yes, sir.